23 minutes after 8 p.m. It's the SMME Exchange here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, yes, Lindy Langono and Entle Flora, I assume, made a lot of money today. Because, of course, it is Happy Valentine's Day. You would have heard the mighty Metro wishing all of you and uh, your loved ones, Nabani Batandayo, a happy Valentine's Day. And, of course, what people do on days like this, and uh, I have this on good authority. This, this is what people do. People go and, uh, you know, they uh, buy chocolate, uh, you know, or jaws. They go and buy uh, flowers. They go and buy fragrances. They go and buy all of the things uh, that are a signifier of uh, the great love that they have uh, for their better other. And, uh, you know, this is that day, um, the day of St. Valentine. And, uh, you know, leave aside us who say, you know, it's a day for the hyper-commodification of love. Uh, but uh, we can't really wish it away. And uh, uh, it gives us great pleasure, though, that there are businesses who prepare for a day like this, are able, you know, to uh, generate significant sales on a day like this. And uh, this becomes, alongside many other moments and milestones in people's lives, a potential commercial opportunity for them. And one of those businesses is Entle Flora. And the founder of Entle Flora is Slindi Lengono, who's my next guest. Slindi, good evening. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Tired. <laughs> Hi, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe start off there. What kind of day have you had? And before we get to today, what kind of preparatory work goes in for a business like yours to prepare for the 14th of February? Wow, it's mad. It's, um, it's a lot. Um, it's the buying of flowers, it's the buying of the vessels that carry the flowers and all the other accessories that go with it. Mm. It's getting the orders lined up, it's getting them grouped in according to different locations because we are bigger on deliveries than we are uh, um, working. But today, surprise us totally. Um, it's our first year, it's our first Valentine's actually at Nelson Mandela Square. Mm. Um, I've worked from home for so long. So when we when we're preparing orders, literally is you getting the orders ready and the drivers connecting. Today mm. today took us by surprise because every time you're trying to finish something, someone's walking in. Sure. Um, we're still at the shop. <laughs> wow. When we've just sent out the last two orders, um, the power blew up. <laughs> so we can't even see our stock to get ready for tomorrow. It's been mad. <laughs> Do you still have any stock? Yeah, uh, we almost sold out. We just have bits uh, or here and there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's always a good thing, I guess, because you plan to sell all of your inventory. Um, I mean, just just talk to us about, about your model here. As you say, you've been working from home for the long time. This is the first time where you're operating uh, from uh, your Santon, uh, um, you know, uh, a store. Uh, for the, so it's the first Valentine's Day where you are operating out of Santon. Uh, but uh, let's start. Where are you getting the flowers? Who grows the flowers for you? I see you, you sell big batches here. 20 red rose bouquet, 200 red rose bouquet that goes for like 10k, and a 300 red roses in a box for 15,000 rand. Uh, yeah, for those, I guess, who need a bigger bouquet than most. Uh, the biggest we did today was a 600 uh, uh, same bouquet. For how much? 600? 600 <laughs> roses? For how 30K? much? 30,000? Yeah. Okay, so where, where are you buying the flowers? Where are you getting these flowers? So we, so all the florists, 
well, most of us all buy a flower from Nautic Flora, which is a flower market. So whether okay. you are the big guy or you are small like us, we all buy from the same place. Okay. So also the price uh, is, um, is determined by, and well, it's a demand and supply um, relationship. Mm. So if you are buying flowers a little bit cheaper in January, for example, the prices this week, actually, maybe for the past two weeks, um, went really, really high yeah. because of the because of demand. And everyone can you chase red roses, so those are even more expensive. Mm. Ah, yeah, so that's what the buying process looks like. So we buy we buy almost daily because we are okay. we are walking so also we have we, we have to keep fresh produce daily. I can imagine. I mean, th- these are perishable things. You probably they don't last long, so you can't really buy yeah. it when the price is low in January and keep yes. them until, until February. So uh, you kind of have to buy every day. But I mean, yeah. in a way, what is your thinking and the choice behind not selling roses in smaller batches, but selling these big, you know, uh, I guess bouquets, a bouquet of 300 that you're selling for 30,000, you said, or 600. So the, yeah. that 600 bouquet, that is, yeah. Um, I don't know. Dubai is really well. It's the city of God, I guess. <laughs> all of us are all here in pursuit of bigger and better. Mm. Instagram has made it um, also easier for us because everyone is trying to get the the bigger bouquet compared to that other influencer hit uh, two hundred and three hundred. You know, and the guys buying the roses or the flowers also are trying to impress their women because it's it, it's been buying two hundred roses all along. It really won't be special to get 200 roses again on Valentine's Day, you know? So the thinking really is, is that we offer a luxury um, florist. So we do the luxury stuff, the extra stuff, the bigger stuff, the mm. extravagant stuff. Yeah. Talk to me about also the partner. We also did quite a lot of working. Smaller bouquets, 500 grand. Really, there's nothing to take away from them. Sure. This is beautiful. Um, I like my bouquets smaller, sold out. We did a lot of things also. Sure. But but I see you also cross-selling other stuff, you know, like, um, you know, uh, chocolates. Um, and even I saw some across a bag there as well. I mean, is, is, are you designing your combos in such a way where you're trying to I just get the aspirant and, uh, you know, not only those with deep pockets, but those who have very, very expensive tastes as well, to get a red rose bouquet alongside maybe another luxury product. Yeah. We like it because uh, we do a lot of curating, but a lot of the curating is really determined by our customers. So mm. we get a call, can you do this many roses, can you go to Louis Vuitton and buy that? Can you go to Gucci and buy this? Can you, what else can you add? Is my, it's my husband's birthday. I want something small and thoughtful. What else can you add? I also like the local designers that you said. You see a lot of Matisse beds in our offering. So although we, so the, although I can design what would be a good offering, sometimes really it's what the people are asking a lot of. Mm. So we start to move that direction. And remember when people see it on Instagram, on, on social media, people order it. So you can write a paragraph of what you're doing and when people see it on Twitter, aesthetically pleasing, they want it. Yeah, yeah. 
Talk, talk to me also then about your distribution, because you did say that um, you have walk-ins, yes, people come to you, but I also assume that many would order and then you have to sort of dispatch those to the people who would receive them. How have you in your business dealt with that part? Uh, is that something you outsource? Is that something you do internally? How, how are you organizing that? So for us, it's a hybrid. So we do our own deliveries with our drivers. Well, we yeah. actually have one driver. Every now and then, when, the, um, when we don't have capacity, we'll outsource. On days like this, we really outsource a lot. Um, uh, actually, that is the biggest downfall of this business. Because you can plan all you like. Um, if you are not getting uh, products to people on time, you, are, you might as well just close shop. Because I'm ordering flowers for my wife. I want her to be happy during the day. Um, so if the flowers are right and late, we've already not done well. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's been the biggest downfall in our, in our business. Uh, certain things also depend on uh, certain things that are fixed deliveries. Sometimes it's consumers. We give a driver a route, we give him 15 deliveries to take to maybe the concentration of what acres and four ways. He gets there, the person is not there, hmm. the number, the time of phone, the person is not answering, come back an hour later and say, I was in a meeting, the driver says, I'm going to come back, so it's yes. maybe to the next service. And the customer asks him, come back now, because I'm going to go somewhere. But driver to make another 30 minute drive to drive More back petrol. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, fuel, time. He gets to the gate and he gets told, you can't drive in, you need a code, you can't inform the person uh, who, who the order is for, they don't trust us, inform the person who pays for order. <laughs> so there's a lot, there's a lot, you know, you plan your best, but things happen. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine, I mean, those logistical issues, oh, excuse me, those logistical issues introduce, you know, further costs in your model um, that I guess influence whether this is profitable uh, an undertaking. Um, so, so in future, I mean, is that something that you want to manage solely internally or even fix, I guess, how it is that people would order from you via digital channels? Um, you're talking about delivery or the ordering process? I'm saying both because, I mean, some of the problems you're raising are also a function of how people order. So I order yeah. now, I think it'll come now, but yeah. your process means it might come in the afternoon, but in the afternoon I'm on a call. Yeah. So when we get, for example, let's, let's talk about today for Valentine. So we had morning slots, which we firstly gave to our regular customers who we keep the IT treatment. So these are, these are people who buy from us regularly. Mm. So when those slots then fills up, when you place an order, it will tell you your, the next available slot is for afternoon. People don't have a problem. Sometimes they don't even read what time, what, what slot is available. They just place an order. And usually the people who place the orders last are the people calling at nine to say, what time can I expect my delivery? <sighs> so it's, um, it's a lot of dynamic. Uh, but one thing I really want, would, would like the direction that we want to go is have enough sleep. The dance, well, the problem with that is, uh, what happens then out of season? What are those drivers sitting and doing when on, on days? They are not busy like Valentine's and mm. Mother's Day and Christmas. Do they like women? Or what other work can they do within the company? That's why we find ourselves with one, one permanent driver, one casual driver, and everyone else um, is outsourced staff or outsourced um, uh, a partner or support. Because we really can't fix a deal of, a, of, a, of, of three, four drivers, four different cars, when business looks a certain way, um, 
throughout the year. Mm. Aside from Valentine's Day, what are some of your other peak moments? Pardon? I'm saying aside from Valentine's Day, what are some of the other oh. peak moments when you are busy? Okay, so definitely not the day for us. We've got 95% following uh, on our social media. Uh, being women, these are people fixing one another, the mothers, my, my baby sisters have become the mother. Mother's Day is very big and interesting, right? Mother's Day, not so much. I'm not sure why women don't return the favor because men do the most <laughs> on Mother's Day. Yeah, you know, guys, you know that meme. Uh, it's a full it's a full fishy platter on Mother's Day and then the main says that on Mother's Day it's like a stuff with a piece of sausage or one piece of meat. <laughs> it's very accurate. <laughs> so Mother's Day, um cause um Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. Uh, we also have quite a, a large Muslim following, so we do very well also during periods like Eid. Uh, end of fasting, like end of Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. Uh with Christmas. We used to do events, we do less of those because I, <laughs> I don't like anything that is under pressure and stress and panic. So I tend to turn away from events, but we do events for our, our customers that have been with us for long. Oh, uh, mm. So yeah, I think mostly those kinds of holidays. Valentine's, I think, the biggest by far. No, this is this is awesome. So, Lindy, let, let me not take you away from the business because I can still hear there are people walking in and out of the store. But uh, yeah. kudos to you and uh, all of the best as you continue uh, to close out those sales. I know many people will be making orders right through to the end of the week. Uh, but thank you so much for taking time to speak to us. Thank you so much. And a shout out to my team. Uh, we employ very young people. They gave today their best. Well, last night also this entire week. So shout out to the Gareth and his team, who's our staff store manager, and all the amazing people. That my husband also he's been doing deliveries since morning. And my kids in my heaven and my kids in my heaven for today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Linda. Really appreciate it. Have a lovely evening. Bye. Thanks, thanks. That is uh, Slindy Lengono uh, joining us uh, from Entle Floral. And uh, yeah.